Welcome to the LC Parent Podcast, where we get real about the struggles, victories, and laughs we share as parents. All right. Welcome to the first episode of the LC Parent Podcast. I am so pumped that we're actually doing this. Um, There's so much I want to say, but I I want to start with introductions. So what is LC Parents? What does that even mean? Well, that describes all of the parents who attend Life Church. Life Church is a multi-site church that I'm a part of based in Edmond, Oklahoma. As of today, we have 33 locations in 10 states. Super fun thing to be a part of. We have about, I think we're close to 22,000 children and teenagers who attend our churches uh, weekends, Wednesdays. So that's about almost 8,300 families that are a part of what we're doing here and what God is doing through Life Church. Now, our mission is to lead people to become fully devoted followers of Christ. And of course, that includes our smallest people. So, um, We uh, minister to kids from birth all the way up through 12th grade through our next-gen programs here at Life Church. I'm Allie Evans, and I'm a part of that team, and I'll be hosting some of these episodes. We're going to bring a lot of different voices onto the podcast. I'm super excited about that. I can't wait for you guys to meet some of the friends that we have here. Um, I've been on staff for almost 18 years, so... Seems like an eternity sometimes, seems like it's just been since yesterday, and in both cases, it's amazing to be a part of. I'm married to Matt. We've been married for 26 years. We have three awesome kids. Ryan is a fantastic, he's adulting, he's out in California, living his very best life. Uh, Madison recently moved down to Austin. She's in Texas, college graduate, just doing so well, so proud of her. And then I have one left, one more year left with Abby. She's in nursing school. She's going to be spending this next year back at home after having spent four years kind of away at doing the university experience, and she's back home. So you're going to hear a lot about our family over time. Our family structure isn't traditional, so that may resonate with some of you. And again, you're just Gonna, you're going to have an opportunity to hear from a lot of different voices here on the podcast. The reason why this podcast exists and the reason why we've jumped into this space is as, um, gosh, I, this is probably true for every single one of you or you wouldn't be listening, but as parents, we recognize how important uh, that responsibility that God has given us is. And there are times you could read every book on the shelves, you could listen to every single one of these podcasts and every podcast out there, all the blogs, and still it seems like parenting is a mystery. Um, I've had conversations that are truly um, heart-wrenching, parents who are struggling with children who are experiencing tough things in their lives, um, real mental health issues, uh, kids who have made very poor decisions, uh, parents who have made really bad choices in their own parenting. And as we all walk through that, we're always looking for wisdom, guidance, encouragement. Um, We're looking for someone to share those stories with. And we wanted to bring this podcast to you so that we could provide that place. Um, So we hope that you and uh, the people that are are in your life, that you'll be able to point them this direction and that there is going to be some encouragement here from the podcast. Today, I am joined by a good friend of mine, Sean McLean. Hello, everyone. Yay, Sean. I'm so glad you're here. Can you believe we're doing this? It is real. It's re- it's happening. I mean, I and I I'm, I told Allie earlier. Um, I feel a little pressure here. I'm the first guest on this LC Parents podcast, so 
I am so blessed, so pumped to be here, but also a little nervous. I know what you mean, but I think the cool thing about, you know, as we talked about preparing for this podcast, the whole idea was this is going to be a conversation. So the good news is, is you and I don't claim to be experts, No, right? not me, definitely. No, no. <laughs> um, I do think that uh, we will have some experts, for sure. Not a think, I know. We're going to have some experts that come and can speak to us from a, a place of real knowledge and expertise. And so that's going to be exciting. And then there's going to be a whole lot of us that are just sharing truth and um, some of our struggles and some of the victories that we've had. And hopefully we're going to laugh a whole lot on this podcast. Maybe because a few tears. Maybe, maybe some tears, but a lot of laughs too. Raising kids is hilarious. Hilarious. Oh, it, is. it is definitely. Right? So you can just take a scroll through your Facebook feed and see all the funny videos that people share and the stories. Um, but I, d- I think we probably need to kind of run through what people can expect. Yeah. Like what, what should you expect from this podcast and then what should you not expect? That's probably just as important. Um, we're going to be on once a month. So we'll have a podcast once a month. And really our heartbeat is to help parents win and help them grow their families closer to Jesus. Um, I, we're going to touch topics like, again, I mentioned some of the struggles that, that parents have, some of the real challenges that we face. Probably the hottest topic that I hear about, and I don't know if this is true for you, but we talk about it all the time, is how do I parent around a smartphone? Like this device that I've given my child, my teenager, has turned out to be the most important thing in their lives or what have you. Yeah, that's a great topic. I'm not sure if I'm in that season right now, Allie. Um, whereas Allie has adult um, kids. I actually have a two-year-old and a seven-and-a-half-month-old. But I will say my two-year-old knows how to use a smartphone. So it is kind of a scary thing to think about. Right. Um, so my wife and I, Chelsea, you know, like I said, we're in a different season than Allie. Um, but it's definitely one of those where I'm like, all right, 13 years. Well, I say 13, maybe five years from now. Right. Towns is going to have a smartphone. Seriously. And, you know, the thing is with technology, I don't want to get too far off track, but with just that one topic, how do I, you know, parent around social media, technology, smartphones, all the varying devices, those are important questions. And the challenge for all of us as we're raising our kids, even me in this sort of, excuse me, post, uh, you know, in this adult phase, is that we still, gosh, it's not at all like it was for us. We can't go to our parents and say, hey, remember how when I had a smartphone? What mm-hmm. I mean, like, that's not the case. So there's no rule books for this. And so I think that's why these conversations around technology, smartphones, all of that is going to become so important. Yeah. And that's why you need circle of friends around yes, you as well. That's so true because there's, we're all going to do it a little bit differently. There's no one right way. Um, but I do think that that's going to be an important topic. We're also here on the podcast, we're going to talk about just raising kids with different positions. You mentioned, you know, Towns and Nash, they already, even at their young age, you know, they're two different human beings. So the way you and Chelsea discipline, the way you reward them, the way you respond to, to them is going to be really different. So we're going to talk about that on the podcast, um, parenting through all the different stages of life, like you mentioned, you're raising little ones, and I'm kind of in this coaching friend stage now with my kids. And so we need to talk about what does parenting look like with middle schoolers? What does it look like when I'm raising, you know what, here's another dynamic. I've got a couple of little kids, and then I've got a couple of kids in high school. I mean, right, we know those families that kind of have these two different environments of kids. Maybe they're a blended family. Um, So we're going to have some of those conversations as well. Again, anxiety, depression, Mm. panic, those are real issues with our kids, and we're going to have some real open and raw conversations about that. 
So do you see, Allie, a, like, as we dive into these topics, uh, and I know this is the first episode, but is there something you would say that foundationally helps you through these seasons? Oh, gosh. Um, all the various seasons, mm-hmm. the stages of raising your kids. You know, I think that, um, again, you mentioned having a circle of people around you. I think that that's probably the key for us. That was for Matt and I. Um, we would recognize it. I can remember even overtly saying, uh, we've hit a new stage. We're entering into a new phase. You know, what worked before doesn't work now. I can remember Abby would laugh uh, she, when she hears me say this, but uh, there was a time when spanking, you know, and I know that may be controversial, but there was a time when spanking was appropriate for Abby. That kind of got her attention. She understood. And then there was a time right after that when I can remember uh, saying, okay, well, this might result in a spanking. And she kind of looked at me like, okay, can we go ahead and get that over with? <laughs> I, was I, like, I feel you okay. right now. I am in that season. That I am in that right now. Right. It's like, okay, that doesn't work anymore. We're going to have to move on to, so we're definitely going to have to have lots of conversations here on the podcast about what does that look like as you're parenting through different stages. Um, I think probably the most important thing that I want to make sure that we do well, Sean, is represent all of the different kinds of family dynamics, right? There's single parents, there's single dads, single mom. You've got grandparents raising their grandkids, Uh, lots of blended family conversations, some traditional families now, you know, mom, dad, two kids, and a dog. Uh, Sometimes those families actually feel isolated because they're not the normal anymore. And so we need to make sure that all of those voices are represented here on the podcast. And really, we hope that uh, the families that are, are listening find encouragement, they find some guidance, they find something that resonates with them, regardless of what stage their family is in and what their dynamics are. Um, One other thing, and and there's a lot of different ways for us to do this, but you can count on us to recommend resources. So, gosh, there there are great books out there. There are great blogs. There's tons of great podcasts, again, that that speak truth into raising our families and parenting. Um, Reading plans. I think that Matt and I have probably found more encouragement doing reading plans with other families and other couples um, inside of version. That's been a great way for us to not only share what's going on in our lives and to, to comment, you know, if you've ever done a plan with friends, there's places to comment, but also really to seek God first. Amen. That should always be the answer. So anyway, so those are the things that we're going to be doing. Um, but here's what you won't find. And I hope you can back me up on this, but there are no perfect people raising perfect kids. I'm not claiming to be perfect. Right. Not experts. We're not perfect. Um, So we're also not going to try to prescribe the right way to do anything. I'm kind of a firm believer that there's no right way to discipline every kid in every dynamic. There's no right way to enforce rules. There's no right way to have certain conversations even or provide restriction or to reward. So you're not going to find that here. So if you're looking for that, this may not be the right place. Maybe some tidbits of, you know, those one-liners that right. you can use. But, yeah, <laughs> we are not. We don't have the end-all answer to right, kids. Right, right. We can just share our struggles for sure and then share what has worked. Um, that's going to be the great news is that a lot of the parents that we plan on having on the podcast or parents or even young people, we hope to have a lot of young people who can reflect back about some things that their parents did well in their growing up. And so there are going to be a lot of victory stories here and things that people can kind of draw from that well. I'm going to try this with our family and see if this works. But more than anything, we hope that people find a whole lot of encouragement. Yeah. 
So, so Sean, tell us more about you, though. Um, what? How'd you get to Life Church? Yeah. What, who are you? So, like Allie said, we are a multi-site church. So, I had the privilege of actually being at our Stillwater, Oklahoma campus. Yeah, um, that's go where pokes. I. Yep, go Pokes. I bleed orange. Uh, I met Chelsea there, my wife. We were there for you know, good portion of our, our adult life, married life. Uh, but a big part of that time there, I would say, um, I was tell, talking to Allie off, off podcast or off set, <laughs> and I told her we were actually the only couple in our life group that wasn't married. So as we've been talking in this podcast about having circle of friends and influence and mentors, that's what our life group in Stillwater was. Um, they were pouring into us before we were even married. And that foundation not only helped our marriage, but now that I have a two-year-old and a seven-and-a-half-month-old, that advice, that wisdom, watching them do life with their kids has helped lay the foundation for our family. Um, so awesome. I, I owe life groups, my life group in Stillwater, and the life group I have now um, so much. Um, the season we're in now and the life group we're here in Oklahoma City, we're with couples that are in the same season. So we can have those conversations, Ooh. those real conversations, like you said, right. where I might feel stressed or Chelsea might feel stressed about a situation. And we're saying, is that because we're bad parents? Um, and we're getting that, that listening ear, um, that wisdom from other couples going, no, we've experienced this before. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, because that's a big thing. We're planting seeds. When you have a two-year-old, a seven-and-a-half-month-old, we don't know what they're going to look like when they're 18 and when they're adults. But we're praying that we're going to put everything that we can do in front of them to make them the best person they need to be um, and living their lives out for Christ. Oh, that's good. That's so good. I think that, again, just sort of in the name of having real raw conversation, I think that um, there, there really can be shame in parenting. And I think that a lot of times, you know, we, we don't know, we have read the, the books or we've listened to the podcast and we still feel like we are a failure and we make mistakes when our child does something that's off base or doesn't seem consistent with how we've raised them. We think, gosh, what have I done Mm -hmm. wrong? Where have I gone, gone wrong? And yeah, especially, you know, when you, when you live in an age of social media, you know, you see these Instagram stories or accounts and it's the perfect parents, the perfect Mm -hmm. mom, um, Pinterest fails are real, right. you know, when you're like, I'm going to cook this amazing meal for my family and you get it. And then you're like, let's go get out, get some food now. <laughs> let's go buy a pizza. <laughs> yeah. No, it's so true. The challenge with, um, with parenting is it's such a direct, we believe it's such a direct mm-hmm. reflection to our success as a human being, whether or not we can raise this fail proof child. And really, I I believe that that's just a tool of Satan. I think it's a great way for Satan to really create some negative self-talk in our heads. You know, I think about um, when our child has a misstep, or let's say I've made a mistake as a parent. I I yelled, I responded completely inappropriately. I can beat myself up forever. And I think the real challenge becomes, I'm not going to share that with anyone. Why would I share that kind of a failure if I've screamed at my kid or I threw a tantrum as a grown woman, you know, or what have you, or responded completely inappropriately? I'm not going to share that with anybody. Um, So what Satan does then is that he just creates this dark place, this shame. You really aren't any good at this. And now, you know, now you're on the hook for 18 years, you know, or whatever. And you're not going to be able to do a good job at this. And you've already messed all of this up and she's only in second grade or what have you. Um, 
But the, what you mentioned, though, is your life group, and I think that's the key. Yes, definitely. I, the dark place is the scary part. It's when we can have a group of people around us where we can be transparent. And I've sat in many a circle, uh, many a living room with my life group and cried about this is something that I've, this is a poor response that I had, or my, my child made this mistake, and that's a direct reflection of my parenting. But the minute that we speak that out and we share that with our, our life group or a mentor, someone that's kind of walking the road with us, it sheds light on it. it sometimes I can hear myself say things out loud, and I think, that's just silly that I'm burdening yeah. myself so much with that. It's such a physical and spiritual, like, Release. Yes. You, you feel the weight off your shoulders. Yeah, that's true. So has there been a time when, with you guys, where there's been something that you shared with your life group that... You, you know, like I only have a couple years under my belt as a parent, but yeah, I mean, we're through that season right now where, you know, we actually... Towns is a biter. Mm. Um, so and I know that's because he can't communicate well. Right. And so he gets frustrated. Um, but, you know, especially for Chelsea, she has those moments, like you said, am I doing the right thing? Am I disciplined in the right way? Mm-hmm. Um, and we have to step back. We have to realize he is a two-year-old. I think right. what I've learned in two years uh, is you have to extend grace to the kid, but ex- grace yourself as a parent. And that's definitely something I've learned from life groups, you know. Mm. Like I said, when you when you think you're the only one having that problem, you're the only one feeling that in your family, it becomes this unneeded burden that just grows and grows. So, you know, if it weren't for the people in the past and the people now that are in my life groups that are talking through the similar struggles, um, their knowledge in areas, you know, I would not be, we would not be where we're at as a family. Right. And I think, you know, if you don't have that place where you can share some of those real challenges that you're facing as a parent, uh, you can begin to isolate even more. Um, Satan really will do a number on your self-talk. I know that uh, for me, I, gosh, I had a really rough one. So years ago, I think it was Madison was going into sixth grade, seventh grade. We're driving down the road, going to school. And she had had sort of this epiphany, I guess, and she decided she was going to share it with me. Isn't it funny how you don't know this yet, but kids share things with you in the car that they won't share with you any other time because you don't have to make eye contact. <laughs> That's like a real thing. It's like a, you're driving down the road. I'm going to share something with you, but you can't see me because you're looking at the road and you can't, and you, you know. can't turn around, take one hand right. off. The, <laughs> exactly. yeah. Okay. So maybe you do get that already. Um, so we're driving down the road, entering into middle school. And by the way, if you have a middle schooler, you know, a lot changes during that time. And um, Madison had been in a science class where her science teacher was describing creation. And his opinion was that the world was created, that humanity was created through a lightning bolt hitting a rock and some other science jargon that I don't know or understand. But to Madison, in that stage of her life, that started to make sense. Mm. And so she was asking me, she said, is it that God really created everything? Or could that just be the story that was written a long time ago? Because people back then didn't understand science. And so really, it doesn't mean that I don't believe in God, I don't think. But it does mean that I think there might be a way, a different way that the world was created. And I can just remember having an immediate internal panic and thinking, where have I gone wrong? And it was all about me. It was 100% about my failure, how somehow I didn't teach her enough or, you know, I don't know. But it was the level of um, shame was Mm. unbelievable. I didn't respond a whole lot in the moment. We pulled up to the school and 
Um, I let her out. I cried. I got to life group. I didn't say anything for a few weeks at life group just because, again, I was ashamed and embarrassed, and there's no way. My life group was perfect. Their children were all perfect, and they were raising perfect children. So I thought, I'm not going to share it. Well, eventually I did. And I was so embarrassed that, you know, I had a child that was somehow having questions about creation. And someone in my life group said, you know that that's normal, that that's actually physiological. Speaking of science, it's part of her brain development that she's going to begin to question things that she always believed as a child. And it's completely appropriate that at 12, 13, 14, that kids start to question yeah. and I just, I was like, oh my gosh, that makes sense. And he said, so instead of, and so he provided again guidance, which is what we hope happens a lot on this podcast through these conversations, is that he said, listen, just ask her questions. So if you believe that, then what does that mean about this? And tell me more about that. What else did your science teacher share? And allow her to explore it. Mm-hmm. Allow her. Don't shut her down because she'll stop talking to you about these kinds of things. So ask questions. Allow her to ask questions. And then move on, but just recognize it's natural. So again, back to our life group, um, I probably wouldn't have, I'm trying to think, I don't think I would have talked to anyone about that because I just was too embarrassed to be the next gen leader at Life Church and my kid is doubting creation, you know? So anyway. Yeah, I'm not there yet, but (laughs) I'm looking forward to those conversations as well. But one thing why, as I sat there listening to that story, I heard the word guidance. And I think Mm. that's a big part of this podcast. Yeah. It's not answers, it's guidance. Right. For sure. And I think that that's what happens, you know, if whoever your safe people are in your, in your life, if you're not involved in a life group yet, I hope that you have mentors or someone in your life um, that you can ask question to or, or share your heart with. And it's when people can oftentimes just listen, just listening, sharing their own personal experiences. I think those are the benefits of the life groups I've been in. Um, my life group, the value of my life group is not that someone in the group is a pastor or a preacher or has gone to seminary. You know, that's, in fact, I don't know if anybody in the group has any of those credentials. Um, but it's the fact that we're just real with each other and that's where the money is at. Let's get real. That's what it's about. It is. It is. And I mean, the nature of the term life group is that you're in a group of people doing life together and you're meeting anywhere, coffee shops, parks, you know, whatever. So what I'm hearing, Allie, Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> it's pretty loud and clear probably to the <laughs> listeners as well. Join a life group. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. I guess that's our overt action step here is um, we really hope that you'll mm-hmm. find yourself a life group. If you're not in one, start one. Um, also, just realize that you're not alone, even in the victories. You know, when there are good things going on in your family, you want to have a group of face-to-face people. It's always fun to share it on Facebook and Instagram, but even better when you have a group of people that you're, you're meeting with on a regular basis that you can share, particularly when you have a victory on the other side of challenge. You know, we've, I've been telling you guys about these challenges we've had at the house and blah, blah, blah. And here's how we're winning in that area. It's so important to have people around you that you can share all of those things with. So yes, I think that would be it. So what is the best way for people to find a life group? Well, the first thing is when you're attending every weekend, there's an info wall at every location. So I want you to walk up to that info wall and learn a little bit more about what life groups and life missions is all about. Um, you're going to find blended family groups. You're going to find single parent groups. 
guess what? If there's not a group for you, you can start a group. Nice. Nice action step. So on the info wall, there's at least all the ones that I've seen, there's cards and it'll say the McLean Life Group. And it might say something like, you know, we're the parents of littles trying to figure this thing out or whatever. And we meet on Tuesday nights at seven. So at the info wall, you're going to find real specific resources, cards that are literally hanging on the wall to provide um, guidance for you to make a phone call to find a life group that works for you. And there's also humans there. Yep. So they that's can help plus. you. That's yeah, a that's plus. always a bonus. We love, again, it's all about relationships. So we love the fact that there's someone there for you to engage with. And if not either one of those things, feel free to reach out to your life group's life missions pastor. So that's the staff member who is super pumped about getting everybody at Life Church involved in a life group. So they're going to have all the information that you need for sure. So, and if I'm listening to this podcast on my phone, on my computer right now, is there a way for me to like electronically dive in. Oh yeah. So life.church forward slash life groups. Uh, you can go on there. It's a great search tool. It's super beefy. Uh, you can select your campus and then find groups that meet your need. I think you can even check boxes for day of the week, time, those kinds of things. So you can really drill down to what works. So there's no reason to not be in a life group. There really isn't. And you can even date around in life groups. Date around? Date around. That's so inappropriate. It just, you know, <laughs> what I mean there guys um, is simply find that life group that's for you. Um, so don't feel like you have to attend one and like, you know what, after three times, this isn't a life group for me. There's right. a life group for you somewhere. So it doesn't hurt the life group leaders' feelings if you show up twice and then you don't show up again? I, I think not. I don't think so either. I think that's kind of how they're coached, right? Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's a great idea. Feel free to kind of date around your life group and find one that really works for you that has, you know, people are in the right stage of life that uh, works for you. And um, has all the right chemistry and those kind of. We want you to love the people that you're doing life mm-hmm. with. So, all right. Anything else? Any other final thoughts? Well, thank you for joining us on this first episode Yay! of LC Parents Podcast. Um, definitely like, share, follow, whatever you can do. If you're following on Spotify, iTunes, like, share, tell your friends, tell those other parents that are in your life. Um, about this podcast, because like I said, we're going to do this together. Right. And um, I know this this episode was super introductory. We just kind of threw it out there, and we want you to get engaged in a life group. Um, that's definitely something we want you to do. But also, there is great community, even online. So our Facebook LC Parents Group is a closed group that's for parents at Life Church. So we hope that you'll go search for us there, answer a couple of questions, and we'll let you jump in. I love the Facebook group because in the in that group, we're praying for each other. It's people from all over, all of our campuses, even Church Online, are a part of that group. We pray for each other. We uh, we've had people that are starting mm-hmm. their first life group, and they'll announce, "Hey, I'm starting a group for parents of high schoolers at the Shawnee campus," and that's really exciting. So it's a great place. Also, our Instagram account is LC Parents. So please be sure and follow us there. Um, And let us know too, if there are any particular topics that you would like for us to discuss here on the podcast, man, we want to hear from you. We want you to really drive the content that comes out on the podcast. So we look forward to hearing from you. Again, you can hit us up through the podcast or on LC Parents Facebook group or on our Instagram, just comment on those places. All right. Sounds good. All right. We'll see you guys next month. Bye-bye.